Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Georgie. Welcome to Dead Dove, a fan fiction podcast. A fan fiction podcast or a podcast about fan fiction? Hmm. Why not both? Georgie. Yes. We're back. Yes. But before we get into whatever we're doing, oh, all right. I have something to report. Please report. I opened my eyes, oh. smelling the cigarette smoke of the air, <laughs> seeing the dark, crowded room, seeing this hurt me. It crushed me to know this is where I lived. <laughs> as my mum or thought she was. I mean, I'm reading this as written, full of grammatical errors. But this is important stuff and okay. we all need to hear it. As my mum or thought she was came into the small room, you can tell she was dazed and drunk. Bags under her eyes. Oh. What are you staring at, you piece of crap? Good for nothing, she said. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please, please, this is serious. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's pretty Same thing every morning, her telling me hurtful things. After two years of this, it hasn't really gotten to me. After I finished changing into my shorts and flowy yellow shirt, I there put my is. hair in a ponytail. Yep. Since my hair was curly, it flowed naturally. <laughs> oh, Please. Sorry. After I finished, I walked out of the bathroom. I walked past a few of my mum's crackhead friends. <laughs> they look, this is, these are about real issues. I'm very sorry, Georgie, you're being very insensitive. They looked up and down at my body, checking me out. I felt disgusted. Did you lose something? I said in a harsh tone. Don't speak to me like that bitch, he hissed. Oh. Get out, he continued. Wait, my mother said. This was the first time she talked calm. <laughs> I have to tell you something. Remember. She was so drunk she didn't know what to say. She continued. This easy for me, but not for you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was waiting for her to say something until I heard a knock at the door. As one of my mum's friends opened, he said, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Well, hello, I'm here to drop off something and pick the reward. As the huge man brought a black bag filled with, oh no, it couldn't be. Here's your cocaine. <laughs> That's broken me, I'm sorry. Here's your cocaine. Now let's get to the chase and give me the reward. He looked at me. Come on now. Come on. These are serious issues. I'm really sorry. He looked at me grinning. Something about this didn't seem right in any way. And what was this reward he was talking about? As Raoul, my mother... <laughs> As Raoul, my other mum's friend, went to get the bag. <laughs> my other mum's friend. <laughs> it's not true. Yeah, this is the, the, the details of this are unclear, but we will, we will plow on. As Raoul, my mum's other friend, went to get the bag and whispered something on his ear, he grinned, <laughs> okay, I will, looking at me. What did Raoul say? <laughs> All, so these, all these questions were going through my head. I feel like you're not taking this seriously. I'm sorry. Raoul spoke and said, look, easy as it is. We sold to become a sex slave to someone. That isn't funny. That sentence again. <laughs> Look, easy as it is, we sold to become a sex slave to someone. I didn't want to believe it, but I knew my mum would do this. She was so addicted. She sold me to a stranger. What? I am no one's property, I yelled. I'm not going. I'm staying here. Tears rolling down my cheek. This was it. My dreams were crushed. Goodbye, Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. As the door opened, two men came in and started carrying me. No, I screamed, kicking and punching the man until he covered me with a white cloth. All I can see was my mother smiling with her bag of cocaine. <laughs> that, that had definitely destroyed me. Everything was starting to blur out until I knocked out. There's two parts to this. This is the second There's part. more. Okay. As I stood there unawakened, I looked unawakened. to see. Yep, you heard. As I stood there unawakened, I looked to see where I was. What? As I tried to move my hands, they were tied up to the bed. Since they didn't work, 
I tried to move my legs and they were also tied. There was, this was no use. But the strange thing was, it smelled amazing. (laughs) Hello? Is anyone there? Please, I need help, I shouted. I probably should never have done that. Someone's hand trailed up my leg. Someone's worried, in a seductive voice. Who are you? Where am I? I screamed. I think I should have chillaxed. (laughs) No! (laughs) But how can I? I was tied to a damn bed, only in my panties and bra. I hate that word. You love it. I fucking hate that word. I can't believe you can't recognise our voices. This time it was an Irish accent. (laughs) I can't believe you you can't recognise our voices. Oh my god, Hosier, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually Bono. Um, (laughs) The other one's the edge. (laughs) I can't believe you can't recognise our voices. This time it was an Irish accent. OMG, this couldn't be happening, was it? No, it couldn't. Impossible, I thought. But I had to guess in order to find out. Uh, One Direction, I said. (laughs) You're a good guesser. Me, when anyone hands me the orcs in the car. Uh, One Direction. (laughs) You're a good guesser. Now, can you guess who this is? Niall said. Wait, oh my God, this was Niall. I guess I was so scared to function. Out of nowhere, someone pressed their lips to me. I let him explore me until I felt someone else's rough hand go to my upper thigh until he hit my sensitive area. <laughs> Whoever it was began to rub up and down my pussy. Oh I my moaned. God, fucking hell. Look, I wasn't expecting look, that. Look, get on board. I moaned, <laughs> making him go faster. I don't know what was happening. This wasn't me, but I felt so much pleasure. I screamed, oh, Niall. Oh, God. <laughs> Until I came. Oh, fuck. Whoever did that was amazing. It seemed strange to me. I wasn't shy of oral sex, but I was afraid of sex. (laughs) There's more of that where that... (laughs) There's more where that came from. A voice appeared. They took off the blindfold and I saw Niall and Liam. Where was Harry, Louis and Zane? That's so me. (laughs) As they both untied me, they started telling me the rules of the house. First of all, you have to listen to whatever we say. If you don't, you'll get punished. You have to wear whatever we say. And this is your room. Any questions? Do you have any questions at this point? <laughs> Quite a few. Okay. I shook my head. All right, here you go. Liam gave me a bag. Wear this. See you in 20 minutes wear downstairs. The, wear, wear this the bag. bag. Wear the bag. They, look, that's part of the rules. You have to wear what they say. <laughs> you weren't paying attention during the rules, I'm sorry. As they both left, I was shocked. What just happened? I regretted everything I just did. This wasn't me, I thought. I started to panic. I ran to the window. Shit, it was jolted with nails. <laughs> I grabbed the bag Liam gave me and I gasped. I couldn't wear this. It was lingerie and a high silver heels. By the way, I love the shoes, but not the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. As much as I didn't want to, I did. I fixed my hair by curling it with a wand. Which there, happened- There's a curling wand in the yeah, bag. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah, okay. they've come prepared. Uh, which happened to be in the restroom. Oh, right. As I finished, I heard the door open. Who is it? I said, sounding afraid to find out who it was. As I looked out of the door of the restroom. I saw Harry. Harry Styles was in the room. My room. He turned his head. He looked shocked. He then had a smirk on his face. Do you need anything, I said, in a polite way? Actually, yes. Yes, I do, Mm. he said, in a sexy way. (laughs) I loved the way it sounded, but I didn't want to show it. And what's that, I asked. You, he said, coming towards me. As I tried to back away, he grabbed me and pulled me by his waist. His waist? Yep. I looked to his green emerald eyes. We stared at each other. He leaned in for a kiss until I did the wrong thing and slapped him across the cheek. Uh, You can see my hand mark on his face. What did I just do, I thought? I wanted to kiss him so badly, but I couldn't know he was doing this just to get pleasure out of it. When I have sex with someone, I want it to be have meaning. I want it to be have (laughs) meaning. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I said, apologizing. He looked ashamed and I felt guilty. 
<laughs> you know, Alison, <laughs> this is the first time we've had a name. Alison. <laughs> you know, Alison, if, if you didn't like me, you should have just said it. He turned the door as he reached for the doorknob. I ran and kissed him, hoping he would give in. He did not fall too long. Then kiss felt so different from others. <laughs> not that I've kissed anyone except for Niall, who was my first kiss minutes ago. <laughs> I've added that bit. Have you actually? About minutes ago. That she says, Niall was her first kiss. We're seeing this unfold in real time. <laughs> don't do that, Harry said. He seemed disgusted at me. What? I said, confused. Come on, Alison, don't play stupid with me. I just know you did it so you wouldn't feel bad for me. He started to argue. No way, I started to cry. Why was I crying? I had barely met him. This was stupid. <laughs> just leave it. I won't bother you no more, princess. He left, leaving me as if he didn't care. I wouldn't blame him. I screwed up bad. Especially since he was my favourite. I knew I was late, but I didn't care. So, in case you didn't realise, folks, this week's episode is about real people fiction. And that's a little layover from Matt's homework. Yeah, so I kind of got obsessed with the idea of One Direction. Yes, you did. You wouldn't leave me alone uh, about it. selling their kids... The bags of cocaine, a big and black bags big of cocaine, black sack of cocaine <laughs> from Raoul. Um, and <laughs> I'd like to say that, like you know, it might seem like we we're making fun of that, but there were some very serious issues raised in there. Um, that um, you know, we will put some support links in the in the show notes. If you have ever been sold to One Direction for a big bag of cocaine, then please do get in touch because you know this happens more often than you would think. That's true. I have to say, Georgie, that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> Did you like it? I absolutely loved that. So- um, I've, that's only the first two chapters as well. I am going to read the rest of that so hard. And, <laughs> like, oh, I'm so cr- good. wiping tears from my eyes. So, so uh, b- before we go on, I'd just like to say, as much as I joke about it with you, I genuinely don't really know much about who One Direction are. So that is really my only interaction <laughs> with One Direction. And what an interaction it is. So now I think they are... A group of sex traffickers. They're <laughs> not. So we're going to talk quite a lot about One Direction today. Sorry, teammates. But it's a fe- it's an episode about real people fiction. And I think they give us some really good examples of that. Um, just for context as well. I couldn't find the original fan fiction that we spoke about last episode. I think I've got like eyeliner running all over my face. I'm pissing myself. <laughs> um, I couldn't find the original so I went back into the archives, right into the depths. I went back to the oldest Tumblr post I could find. I went on fanfiction.net. Georgie I, put in the legwork. I did, yeah. You, yeah. And then I found this one on Wattpad. I found a Reddit thread that was trying to track the original. And this was the, uh, we came together. <laughs> this was the earliest one that we could find that wasn't the original. So that was from like 2013 on Wattpad. So that's the closest I could get to you. I'm sorry, I tried. This podcast is fucking brilliant. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> like Georgie does everything, yeah. and then I just get to read it out, and uh, for your in- your enjoyment. But yes, thank you very much for finding that. I can tell that you liked it. Um, it was a huge work of investigative journalism from yourself, thank you and so much. Um, I appreciate it hugely. Also, wonderful, wonderful. Whoever wrote that, thank you so much for doing so and sharing your your story with us. It's very brave. <laughs> do you think we should put like a content warning? Drug abuse, sex, sex trafficking. trafficking, One Direction. Hey, hey. So I don't think I need to ask you if you know what real people fic is. I can well imagine it's, and this is something that, like, I wondered how blurred the lines are because 
previously you sent me some pornography with uh, uh, Sherlock and, and Watson in, yeah. but like it very clearly was Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch described. Yes. We've talked about the uh, the Legolas Aragorn tryst that I read, mm. which you know, that's still a high point of this show, I think. Um, and probably of your life. Probably, yeah. Like I said, I didn't expect to have such a, um, a eureka moment four fingers into Legolas. But there we go. Here we are. Um, stick that on my gravestone. Um, Chisel. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so I wondered whether uh, where the line is because those, we talked about how whilst those stories were about Legolas and Aragorn, they were clearly describing Viggo Mortensen and uh, Orlando Bloom. So where does it come for the, the real person fic character, where's the line drawn? And I'd be interested in talking about that. Uh, whereas in this, they're very much talking about the real people, not characters they are playing or people who look like them playing other characters. It is very much those people doing that thing. And I think One Direction needs to be stopped, frankly, because <laughs> this is clearly a massive issue. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's quite a pressing international issue. So the difference between... <laughs> the difference between real people fic and using... Like a character's likeness, I suppose you could say. Mm-hmm. So, like you say, when you think Legolas being what was the, what was it fucked onto Aragorn's cock, right? Fuck, fucked onto his cock. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You automatically think Orlando Bloom. Yes. And to be fair, I think maybe maybe John Locke's a better example because there's been so many iterations of Sherlock Holmes yeah. and of John Watson. That's probably a better example to go for. Mm-hmm. So you said you immediately thought Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman, yeah. not Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law. No, for though, example, that's, that's valid. That's valid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather rather watch that as well. To be perfectly honest. Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Jude Law's quite handsome. I don't really have much of a of a thing for Robert Downey Jr. He's too fucking smug. I never like that. Oh, okay. Let's not turn this into therapy again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So it's interesting because there are so many iterations of those characters, and yet they're the ones you pictured, right? Yeah. So that's fine doesn't mean it's real people fic because it is using those characters, those characters' backstories, those characters' traits Mm -hmm. and making it specifically those characters' names about them. And a a lot of the time the setting as well. Yeah. So for real people fic, again, like I say, sorry if you're not a One Direction fan, but they're just a really, really, really good touchstone for this. I might bring in some like K-pop people as well because that's another really common, a lot of boy bands, a lot of boy bands. Hmm, Since a theme emerging. (laughs) I know we kind of touched upon it last episode about the concept of like drabbles, imagines and stuff like that and the Tumblrification of these things. So again, I'm going to go for One Direction on Tumblr because that was something that I was deeply embroiled in. Was. Last tense. <laughs> deeply embroiled <laughs> in. Here? Who am I kidding? But I know that like it happens with like BTS and stuff as well. BTS, I- their K-pop band, yeah? Yes. Behind the scenes? No. What's it stand for? Um, Bang Tang Boys. Okay. Um. <laughs> And I'd be lying if I said I hadn't indulged in a lot of YNRPF of these people. Not a lot, though, because I think this episode is going to be quite contemplative, right? I'm going to ask you some big questions and we're going to discuss the implications of things like RPF, right? It is therapy again, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it is. This this is all I'm doing. Basically, I can't be asked to find a therapist, so I'm just making you do this. Podcast. <laughs> I'm an unwilling. You've tricked me into therapy. I have. Yes, damn. You. That was a really big kind of turning point in real person fic. Obviously, it's existed before and after, but that kind of rise of, like we said before, like, oh, Zayn Malik's a mafia boss. Harry Styles is like a prince. And it is Harry Styles. It's his emerald orbs mm. and his curly brown locks kind of thing you know what i mean and it's not like a prince played by harry styles no it's harry, literally harry, harry styles, styles prince, and it's yeah. like his mom Anne will make a cameo 
Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we love Anne. Anne's amazing. And like his sister Gemma will be in it as well. So it's literally it's him and his family. This is starting to feel creepy. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of where it came about and it rose. And as you know, there's some quite infamous works of fiction under this guise. But the thing is with real people fiction, obviously, I'm only human. A couple of little, oh my God, imagine if like Harry Styles was a prince. And you, or like, imagine if like Harry Styles was a knight and mm. you were like a princess, and it's like, okay. But I think real people fiction's a bit weird when it goes too far. Right, okay. So, my question here is a big one that we're going to pose Is real people fiction problematic? Um, I would say right off the bat, yes, because there is nothing to stop you making it very plausible. So, like, say, say <laughs> in the sense that, like, not that it could happen, but like saying, okay, there's a step removed that I'm saying Harry Styles is a prince and I'm a princess. There's clearly an element of fantasy in there. And you say, well, okay, that's maybe one step removed from yeah. whatever. To say Harry Styles came to my house and we had rough sex against the wall, which that didn't happen. Look, please. <laughs> You're glazing over again. Like, if that is, there is no step removed of the kind of the fantastical element to it. And then that being a real person makes that problematic because there's a there's a thing of like i don't think legolas would mind if i made him work in a coffee shop yeah you know what i mean um because he's not real harry what? styles i've heard is real i've never seen him in three dimensions so i, I can't about you have yeah so you know but like there's there's a level of of like discomfort in me like like that the one i read at the start there is clearly a deranged work of fiction. <laughs> but like if that was written if if I was reading, you know, the Legolas Aragorn piece that we had from a few like weeks ago, but with real people, mm. that then somehow feels sl- like intrusive and yeah. uh there is a yeah, level of discomfort there for mm-hmm. me reading it because it's real people rather than characters who were like live in a fantasy fantasy land with fairies and goblins. Yeah. Exactly. We're gonna keep this question in our minds and then take the next step, right? So that was kind of like a reader insert real people fic, right? Mm-hmm. Like imagine yep. Niall Horan was your first kiss when you were tied to a bed. Yeah. Because you've been sold for a bin bag of cocaine. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of people could relate to that. I mean, a relatable queen, <laughs> yeah. right? You yeah, know what exactly, I mean? Yeah. But <laughs> we're going to take it a step further when it comes to real people fic now. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think it gets even more problematic because I think, you know, there's you can indulge yourself occasionally. That's fine. But I think that the place and the time where it becomes really difficult is when you do like real people ships. Okay. So I'm going to go back to One Direction again, because I feel like a lot of you who are listening, who are on my side of the fence here, are going to know where I'm going with this. If I were to say the phrase... Is the the fence part of a prison complex? Yeah, it should be. (laughs) It feels like it. Um, If I say this to you, I don't know if it's going to mean anything to you, Mm -hmm. but it will mean a lot to a lot of people. Larry Stylinson. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? Um, I do because I'm pretty you, friends with me. You told me well in in episode one. You, there was a there was a bit in episode one where you just kind of bombarded me with a lot of stuff. Sorry, and some of it has seeped into my brain. Okay, okay. And I feel like that was something you said. That was a ship that was uh, Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. Oh my god, you remembered and used their correct names. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I'm actually a little bit moved. Um, but yes, 100 percent correct. Mm-hmm. So for the the non-directioners, Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson were two members of One Direction. Yeah. The band was formed on the British X Factor. Oh, was it? Yeah, they came second. To who? Matt Cardle. I don't know. Who did that shit that cover of Biffy Clyro. 
Yeah, exactly, right? So they came There's so many layers of me not understanding any of that. I don't even know who Biffy Claro are. Yes, so you sorry. do. I really don't. Are you serious? I, I think I've, I've seen the name on like posters and stuff. I, I wouldn't know what they are. <laughs> I'll play you some Biffy Claro oh, and you'll go. Have to. Oh, yeah, I know them. Okay. But anyway, everybody thinks that they, bear in mind, they were like, they were young at this age. They were like 16, 17, 18. So, yeah, into their late teens, early 20s, right? There are a large group of people who believe that Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson were in a secret relationship or at least had very, very deep feelings for each other that they were told to not act upon because of the management of the band, right? Okay. So their ship name is Larry Stylinson. It's a good ship name, it's, isn't it? It's, it's a very it's good iconic. ship name. iconic. Yeah. And even now in... The year of our Lord, 2023, mm-hmm. there are still people. I went to see Harry last month. There were still people holding Larry Style and some signs up. And oh, this is where I have an issue with it. Right. Because being in a boy band when you're in your late teens and your management's keeping eyes on everything you do and you're maybe coming to terms with your sexuality, mm-hmm. that can be, I imagine, quite difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think when you take these things out of online spaces and put them in front of a real person, that can be very, very uncomfortable and it can cause problems for that person. Mm. So don't worry, Matt. I will send you many video essays about it. I'm a Larry Truth or I always have been. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you can act that way and look that way and speak that way and be that way with another person unless you have a very deep love for them. Even if, and again, this is an assumption on my part, even if it might be part of a kind of a marketing thing to cash in on prepubescent girls low self-esteem and desperate need to feel loved first of all ouch (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell (laughs) woof (laughs) he's gone I'm sorry everyone I don't think you are I am a little bit but But also don't cry George (laughs) I don't think that that label would have let them cash in in that way they were too valuable as individual assets in Mm. inverted commas to allow them to become unattainable in that way because it's all it's always been a, a ploy of record labels to make their um young men in bands and stuff all the way going back to the beatles and mm-hmm. and you know other bands take that the like wham like go back in the day of, of of you having to present as available and exactly so it, it you know it could happen they could choose you with your book exactly. at the concert type so thing. like louis was in a relationship with someone called eleanor calder god i'm going back into my archives with Eleanor for a long time Mm -hmm. and they were really really cute Eleanor was beautiful fantastic and they were in like a long term relationship Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like PR relationships again inverted commas so obviously the one I am a child of divorce Um, Harry Styles and Taylor Swift a lot of people think that that was a PR relationship I didn't even know they were a thing they were were they yeah what material did you get out of that I will fucking (laughs) rip your throat out with my teeth and gargle with your blood, I'm Matt. Just, I'm just saying. No. Just, it's, it's a pattern of behavior. Also, it's a pattern of behavior. Also, not to fucking play into your scummy, grimy little hands, she did write one of the best pop songs ever written about Harry Styles. Was so. it um, Shake It Off? Why have you gone quiet? <laughs> because I will fucking beat you. No, okay. it was Style. Back to Larry Styles. <laughs> yeah, okay, yep. So that, for example, there is ju- just so, so... I mean, there's loads of fan fiction about all the members of One Direction fucking. For Larry, that was huge. And there is so much fan fiction about it when that crosses like i say into real life and there are illusions that people still make and connections people still draw that's when i think it becomes really problematic because like i said you're taking this notion from an online space where they might not see it Mm -hmm. to assign a concert where they're almost certainly going to see it yeah tell me what you think about that 
Yeah, I think if I was Harry and I was on stage doing my thing, I was dressed fabulously. But I saw him doing that little dance. I thought it was quite nice, nice little jig. But if I was doing that and I saw a sign that said Larry Stylinson, I'd be like, oh, I'm distracted now. I probably aren't going to finish this pop concert. I might walk off and um, I feel a little bit unsavory. There, There is an intrusive element of which you are you are thrusting your conspiracy really yeah uh, ultimately yeah. onto onto someone who hasn't asked for it and even in this stage of uh, harry styles career where like that's not particularly beneficial to him in no. the one direction days the, I, I assume the marketing team were lapping this up and saying like the fans are loving it they're doing all this kind of stuff they were trying to squash it because were they, actually? They, oh yeah like they were like there are so many video clips of like Harry and Louis being quite close. And you can see the other boys be like, there's one clip in particular. I think people might know what I mean. There's one clip in particular where they're being quite handsy and quite touchy. And you can see, I think it's Zane who leans down and goes like the management are over there. And they both look over and then they just break apart immediately. Oh, it was, sad. this is it. So, I mean, it's a very difficult thing. And I think, I, I think it feels when, when we did the ships episode, and we we walked through the you took me through the list of the the top ten popular ships or the mm-hmm. most searched ships for the past year. I was genuinely quite staggered that was it the first two were Minecraft YouTubers for twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I was I was I was kind of staggered that 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 is people's focus that people would feel comfortable doing that yeah. and that it would be. I, I think it's much easier where like let's say you find. Robert Downey Jr. attractive to use the uh, the argue the <laughs> argument that we had earlier. That, sorry, to use the example we had earlier. <laughs> the argument, um, well, not really, deep, mate. We were at each other's throats yeah, when we were Robert Downey Jr. You like it would be so easy to say I will write a fanfic about Iron Man, but it's Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man yeah. rather than I will write a fanfic about me going to Robert Downey Jr.'s house. Yeah, because that just becomes a little kind of stalkerish and a little bit kind mm-hmm. of it kind of crosses the line. And it seems to be a line to which the people writing it might be oblivious and not yeah. be particularly like aware of. But I wonder how much of it is down to the fact that they're like, well, they'll never read it. You know, it's not something they'll ever like listen to. Because well, we've talked before about how John Boyega and Oscar Isaac will happily share <laughs> with each other like the most deranged Finpo mm. fanfic. But those are characters they played. Yeah. If you sent them oh, John and Oscar at each other's houses. I mean, I know that you'd be into it, but um, <laughs> like, I don't think they would find that as, as easy to to kind of take quite so lightheartedly. Yeah, I think, like you say, the anonymity aspect of it is, well, not anonymity, well, I suppose it is, like anonymity in, in undiscoverability, if you like. Yeah, I mean, it's the classic internet thing of like, yeah. I can say what I want because I'm using username, you can't find out who I am unless you you know, get the official secrets out to whatever. That's how it works, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes, for right. But like, there's some examples that are far more egregious than others. So like the Larry thing, that has been constant, to like to the point of harassment. Like the shit that any of Harry's relationships, any of Harry's ex-girlfriends would get, the shit that Eleanor would get, mm-hmm. Louis' girlfriend at the time, was horrendous. She didn't ask for that. Neither of them, None of them asked for it. Mm. And it's taken it to that level where it's it's really impacting people's lives. And th- obviously there's reams and reams and reams of Larry Silence and fan fiction. Obviously I've read some. But like, I think there's a line from which there's a fan fiction about these two to you are actively shipping them as real material humans. And like, there's stuff like Tom Dyer. Mm-hmm. So Tom Holland and Zendaya. People write fan fiction about them. Sometimes it's harmless. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's fluffy, cute stuff. Sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. And I think another one, shout out to my best friend, Heather, the 
Hannibal fan fiction. Remember the Hannibal TV show? I remember it well. It's because it was fucking incredible, right? Yeah. There's a lot of like Mads Mikkelsen and Hugh Dancy fan fiction. I can see that. And it's not just like Will and Hannibal. Yeah. It's like I can see Will Mads and Hannibal. And, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> if you want anything, trust me, she'll be able to access it for you. <laughs> but not just like, like I say, Will and Hannibal, but like Mads and Hugh Dancy as well. Mm. So it's like, but it's that's not as thrust in, in their faces as stuff like Larry is. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. I think it plays into a lot of famous people who live public eye have always struggled with the fact that fans think they own them or that they're owed something. And this is just like almost like another layer on top of that, that fans have taken it to the degree that they will make their own stuff up about them. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I wonder whether that is like. I wonder if I was uh, Harry Styles, I would be like more comfortable with that because they're at least they're not being weirder. <laughs> like, at what degree do like does that become harmful? Like, how much of that can they laugh off? Well, I mean, there's let's been- ask Harry. Harry, he's here tonight. <laughs> I, I swear to God, yeah, yeah he's, not, but, he's not. But like, there's been numerous interviews where people have kind of bought it up, mm-hmm. and it's it. What what gets me a lot with it is like it's often dismissed as like a silly thing which makes my heart break a little bit because if they did if it was real that's sad for them that this is the way it turned out and there's interviews for example there's a song on his latest album on harry's latest album called love of my life and everyone's like oh there's talk of it being about a certain someone and obviously it's you yeah obviously and and he's been so diplomatic and so patient and being like the song can mean whatever it needs to mean to whoever needs to find meaning in it. I'm not going to say what it is or isn't about. And he's been very diplomatic and very vague mm-hmm. about it because he must be so fucking tired of getting that question. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's um, kind of an example of when a ship like that and fan fiction of that, there's like fan fiction about such specific events that are like deep one direction lore and different things that happened and people will go off and write fan fictions about like one tiny interaction mm-hmm. and it's an example of that coming off of that online space to become like problematic in the lives of real people mm-hmm. so this is why real people fic i think is really interesting to discuss because it bridges that gap between what's harmless and what isn't i know we kind of touched upon the concept of like ais and stuff and like mm-hmm. deep fakes which is really scary and really problematic. And I know that Emma Watson was in like the public eye recently because of that advert. And that to me, that's a whole separate level. That's mm-hmm. not like writing a cute fan fiction about, you know, Zayn Malik and Liam Payne going on a date. That's a gross invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. And it's there's the complete I mean, really, it's all kind of devoid of consent, isn't it, really? Yeah. And that's where it becomes really, really problematic. Yeah. And it, it's it's obvious that like, um, you know, Legolas doesn't have too much problem with consenting to you writing a story about him because he is not He's a real not person. He's not a real person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we're, this will probably date this, um, this show immediately. <laughs> and also, <laughs> I know, yeah. it also, um, you probably would have been forgotten about by the time this releases and people, uh, always kind of in our hearts. Yeah. But, you know, you sent me this week, you, you, you said, <laughs> Ocean Gate fan fiction has dropped already. Yeah, like so, you know, referring to the, the the billionaires on the submarine that went missing and they've all perished at sea. And you know, within a couple of days of that coming out, there was fan fiction about their last moments on the, on the sub. And like, you know, at what point that you know that is just something that exists now. Archive warning: major character death. Yeah, oh 
Yeah, this really breaks um, the canon, guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, it says canon, car- canonical character death. Read the other tags. <laughs> I will. Smut, Ocean Gate, Titanic, Freeform, mm-hmm. Sub. I Unclear if that's a submarine yeah. or anything <laughs> else. Um, su- oh, submersible, okay. Okay, um, yeah. Canon- canonical character death. Canonical, as in like these are real people. Yeah, blowjobs. Yeah, first time blowjobs. Mm-hmm. Public blowjobs. I mean, they're in a fucking tin can. They're not much. Joy. Technically, in public, I guess. Loss of virginity. First yeah. time, hand jobs. Yeah, anal sex. Yeah, anal fingering. Right. That was your favorite. You sent a screenshot of just that tag to the group chat. <laughs> yeah. um, I, was, I was a little bit surprised that, but then also hundred percent not that that would be the uh, the thrust of um of of this fanfic. Anal bucket list. Based on real events, sure. is it? Is yeah. it an RPF? RPF, yeah. So you know that is within it's got days. ten kudos, and it, that was like so. It was published on the twenty second of June, which was like the day of or the day after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Again, feels exploitative, and we could probably argue all day. Um, well, we wouldn't have to argue too hard. We could talk all day about how right or wrong that is, but like that's just a thing that exists, and that's out there. I think this one was created to be funny. Because okay. I think intent a lot of the time is um is key to think about when you're talking about fan fiction. Yeah. The intent here I don't think is for it to be taken seriously. I mean the title's called I'm Lost at Sea, but I'm not scared because I'm with you. Mm. And I think if those people on the sub who did die could read it, they'd probably laugh about it. I mean Stepson was at a Blink one eight two show, you know what I mean? Yeah, fair. Um Suleiman blushed as Hamish met his eyes. There was no de- there was now denying that he and his dad shared the same taste in men. The pilot's lack of jawline. A lack of jawline? Which is like a gaping maw. A weak jaw. The pilot's lack of jawline really did things to the 19-year-old. Solomon rang his hands together nervously as he approached the others. Is there is there a, a tag for jawlines in this? No, it's because he's obviously like, you know. No, I don't know. It's clearly meant to be poking fun at his weak jaw. I see. Solomon was ashamed to admit that he'd hidden in his dad's room to hear Paul Henri, Paul Henri moan as the two fucked multiple times. Oh. No one but him and the gods had to know he got off on it. That's not even to mention the one time he walked in on his dad and stopped and having phone sex. It's like, it's clearly not meant to be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, at what point does something about a tra- uh, well, I mean, you know, a tragedy or like an accident where people died become like suddenly fair game for some uh, comedic, comedic smut? I mean, I think it, I think it was a game of comedy from the off, really. Mm, yeah, yeah. You decide to seal yourself inside a fucking carbon fiberglass can that's bolted from the outside. And who actually knows what happened in the last hours? It could be real. Like, it could have been Suleiman updating from his phone. It could have been. When there's a will, there's a well, way. Live updating Wattpad. We, that was AO3, oh, but, okay, but yes. good knowledge, but yeah, good knowledge. Thank you, thank you. Um, well, I've had to sign up to all these things now. Uh, yeah, you had you. to. You yeah. couldn't, yeah, I had to. So... Yeah, I think there's a lot to consider with stuff like that. Like, I immediately sent that to the group chat as soon as I saw it because I think it was really funny. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, intense intent is important because if you're there just writing a little light-hearted fun about people getting blossoms in the ocean, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But when you when you take it further than that and you make it, I don't want to say your whole personality, but there are blogs. There were, you know, people dedicated their time and lives to Larry Stylinson mm-hmm. in the biggest way. Like there are literal hours and hours and hours of video essays on YouTube breaking down like best Larry moments from this year, you know. Mm, I think I'm, I would watch one of those, but I don't want it to screw my YouTube recommendations more. So I I will send it to you because I really think you need to watch it because I need you to be on account. my side. Yeah. yeah. 
So that was a little bit of a different episode than the ones we've normally done, because I think the ones that we've done previously, I've been trying to convince <laughs> you into something. Yeah. For this one, I kind of wanted it to be more of a discussion about like how we find these things and what we, how we think about them, right? So it's a little bit different. I'm not trying to ask you if you get it. I'm going to ask you if you get it in the way of being able to see both sides of this and understanding the concept, understanding why it might exist and why people might want to read it, mm. but also understanding the complications and the implications that come from that. Yeah, it's one thing to say, well, well, if it's a fluffy kind of thing about two people doing a thing, then it's harmless. But really, that's just throwing the stone into the pond, isn't it? And that's like <laughs> yeah, the ripples that go out from that. Ethically, a very they're very murky waters that yes. you've um, for, for once not asked me to come and paddle in. <laughs> um, so it's good that like we both know that there is a very much a grey area around this stuff. And, yeah, um, you know there is an awful lot of it that I think people would, even if it was about them, would think it was kind of relatively harmless. But then, yeah, like I said, it's something that there's there's only a few steps removed from something creepy, and yeah. it must be very difficult to to keep them separate or or you know well-intentioned yeah. I, I think if someone said to you i'm really into fan fiction but I only like rpf like what would you think i would say okay what kind of rpf right because i think if it was the case that someone was like i really like fan fiction but i only like rpf and it was them reading like little fucking imagines of like imagine um jungkook sees you at a concert da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. or imagine he takes you on a date i'm like okay that's harmless mm -hmm. like uh, to be honest to me that is so different than like the really aggressive in your face RPF of like, even then I think there's lines between like, oh, I, I ship those two versus making it your mission mm -hmm. to put a celebrity in a position whereby they're forced to confront these things. if They maybe don't want to do that. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Fair. And I think it always comes back to wish fulfillment, doesn't it? Yeah. Who doesn't wish that their favorite film star or pop star sees them? And goes, oh my god, I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I. How often do we have that conversation? Too often, probably. Yeah, like like weekly, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there are people that think that, and then there are people that think that incredibly seriously. Mm, yeah, that's dubious behaviour. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts, Matt? Yeah, it's kind of gross. I think in a lot, in a lot of it, you know, it's my mum sold me to One Direction for a bag of drugs. I thought, you know, that would be a funny thing. Now I feel terrible. Why? Well, because... You Do know. you really think that any of them could read that and take that seriously? <sighs> no. <laughs> to be fair. Exactly. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So therefore, that is something that's like quite funny. And to be fair, some of the parodies of that that you sent me, are, they are absolutely amazing. Right. Um, but unfortunately, they're parodies. It's not funny if it's... If yeah. If they're, they're it's trying like, to be funny. Well, it's, it's like, I went to the coffee shop where Sherlock played by Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch was yeah. behind the counter. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that the serious voice... No. Oh. When the fun stops, it gets dark real quick. When the fun stops. Doesn't it? Stop. So yes. yeah, exactly. So um, I think that there almost needs to be like an extra layer of protection for people who are mm -hmm. like engaging with this stuff and, you know, writing that stuff. So yeah, it's approached with caution, gray area. Yes. Yeah. That was a bit, was that a, was that a grimmer episode? I don't think it was grim. It was a lot of fun and I've learned a lot and I feel like we do need to uh, shine a light under some of these rocks and see what wood lice are scurrying around. I think you're so right. I think it's important to discuss because fan fiction's not all sunshine and blowjobs, Mark. <laughs> it's a broad church and yes. only some of this church is about sunshine and blowjobs and you know what churches are like 
famously sinister. love. Sinister. Yeah, yeah, they love that stuff. Thank you, everyone, for tolerating our nonsense once again. Uh, Spotify. Podcasts. Apple. Whoa, that wasn't even what I meant to say. Apple Podcasts. I was going to say YouTube, Look, but we're not again, even on we are, YouTube. Again, we are really going to tighten this intro up, outro up for next time. Should I don't even know if it's an intro or an outro. We shouldn't be on YouTube. We're, on, we're not on YouTube. We could be on we YouTube. We could be on YouTube. Um, what's next week? Um, extra. Ah, mm-hmm. Next week is fan art, fan skits, and extracurricular activities. Yeah, this is going to be a good one, everyone. I am so excited for this one. Yeah. And also, it's going to be deeply telling of how I spend my free time. Yeah. And, <laughs> and <I'm>, money. <clears throat> yeah. I just want the free version of whatever this is the free trial version okay, i don't want do i don't, don't want to have to spend commit. any yeah, actual yeah, money i've got like you know i don't want to be like brought up in any kind of weird credit checks <laughs> they're gonna oh my god yeah it'll be denied denied a bank loan for because of my will they deny you a bank loan because it, of this i mean could be just they'll just say this is demented what are you doing anyway oh goodbye. no <laughs> oh no i need to go clear my bank statements bye bye <laughs>